right, welcome to Last Men on Earth. My name is Lex Jurgen. As always, I'm flanked by Matt Ralston. Matt's two weeks late on his current period, just like in the movies. He's going to act super bitchy until his friends demand to know what's wrong. What's wrong, Matt? Uh, just being a tough being a woman. Are you pregnant? <laughs> Today's show is sponsored by Vegans, those preachy health nuts with go-to stories on what's really in milk. Looking good, Vegans, minus the gray pallor and the palsy, palsy tremors. Why do Vegans always shake? They're always shaking. If you wish to contact the show, hit us up on Twitter at Last Man Podcast or on Facebook also at Last Man Podcast. All right, on to the show. Matt, I know uh, you secretly always wish you were a woman. It's not so secret. You wear it on your sleeve. Uh, this week, I think you and I are both excited when Caitlyn Jenner, who is either a woman or a man with tits, depending <laughs> how you describe it, was named Glamour's Woman of the Year Award. The entire world celebrated along with Caitlyn. Over this last six months, it has been the most eye-opening experience of my life. For so many years, I lost my enthusiasm for life, literally staying in my house for almost six years because I never really wanted to come out just to go to work. That was about it. Now, actually, I like going out. And I like being myself. You wore a beautiful blue chiffon dress, by the way. You look dazzling. <laughs> uh, except for one man, James Smith. Uh, James' wife, Myra, Moira, uh, won Glamour Woman of the Year Award in 2001. She was a cop in NYPD uh, during 9-11. She risked her life saving others and lost her life on 9-11. And Glamour gave her that award. And now he says... 14 years later, he's returning the award because if Caitlyn Jenner wins the Glamour Woman of the Year Award, what does it all mean anymore? <laughs> is it the great triumph that he once thought the Glamour Woman of the Year Award was? Is he right in returning the trophy? Is, is the Glamour Woman of the Year lost its, its past luster for you? Well, I don't think anyone cares about it whatsoever. Uh, but I was just thinking, it is called Glamour Woman of the Year. Yes. It's, it's not like well, it's Glamour Magazine. U.S. News and World Report or Time Magazine. No, they don't have a person of the year. Time I don't is- read Glamour, but it's a lot of, I would assume, a lot of fashion stuff. It's right? fashion stuff and, and figuring out ways uh, for, to give women anorexia, basically. <laughs> it's like, it really is. I mean, they blame men for it, I guess. Well, I was going to say, you know, giving it to a woman with a, with a penis... Or a guy, a man with, with tits. tits. I like to see a man with tits. Depending on how yeah, you want to phrase it, I'm more politically correct. Um, I'll just I'll just give them a benefit of the doubt if if Bruce if Caitlyn Jenner wants to be called a woman, I'll do that. Um, even though it's obviously fucking weird. Yeah, you're not going to get an award for that. Um, but usually, the woman would have a, a vagina. It's weird that the transsexuals... They usually do. If, if, so, if, you, uh, if you pull down a woman's pants, she doesn't have a vagina, she's lying to you, Matt. I, I read this thing before. of this transsexual that had women, uh, had children as a, as, a, as a guy and now says she, she's a mother. And I'm like, whoa, that's implying that you went through labor. Like, yeah, it's a little different. It's, but, but Caitlyn Jenner, back to Caitlyn Jenner. You're scared of her, I know. Uh, <laughs> the hate mail you get. She's not, she's never given birth before. Uh, she is a heroic, apparently a heroic woman because she keeps winning every single award. Start with the SB and a Vanity Fair thing this summer. Mm. And she's just won. You haven't been paying attention, but I read all the women's magazines in the dentist's office. And she's been winning every single fucking magazine in the year award for best top women. Should, is this guy right in saying, James Smith basically said, like, what the fuck has... His wife died in 9-11, saving lives. What the fuck has Caitlyn Jenner done, specifically as a woman, to be a hero? Nothing. But, I mean, if anything, I think she's setting back the cause. I mean, according to Caitlyn Jenner, being a woman is all about drinking champagne and giggling and selecting clothing yeah but isn't, isn't that what is that not true uh, a lot of them have jobs and what you know well she has a job she has a job talking about becoming a woman There's nothing more womanly than having a job talking about becoming a woman i think that it's weird that 
she has a penis and she's winning because even see a vagina these are all terms like i don't know if what you have is a vagina if it's not really a functioning vagina with like all the parts does that make you a woman well genetically so genetically i think bruce bruce was born bruce was a man and i think in hormones and all sorts of shit but beyond the fact that whether or not you classify someone who goes through this hormonal transgender surgery thing as a man or a woman isn't Glamour Woman of the Year where it's supposed to be to an outstanding woman who's changed the world for the better? I don't know. Is it? No, it's not, actually. I'm just, <laughs> a trick question. Uh, in fact, uh, this guy complained about her not being a hero, but right the year after his wife won, uh, Britney Spears was named Woman of the Year, and Christina Aguilera and Victoria Beckham have all been named Woman of the Year. So it's not like this, like, it's not like, you know, the prize that goes to Mother Teresa or people who, like, sleep yeah. in the slums and help kids out. It's basically just the most famous entertainer woman in the world who you can get to do a glamour spread and do an interview. Except for the one time they gave it to the first responder. It was like a month after 9-11. So everybody gave awards to the 9-11. They found the heroic woman and they gave her the award. But isn't this really about this dude just not wanting to have his wife have an award that they gave to a tranny? Isn't this tranny hate? Is this the very thing that Caitlyn Jenner is teaching the world about through her heroic actions? I don't know. The dude did not seem to be down with the tranny cause no, at all. No. <laughs> he went out of his way to say it was a man, um, and he seemed angry. He seemed pretty angry. He, I think he's, yeah, but it's because like, his wife was like a, her- a heroic woman, and I think he's saying Bruce, in fact, he called Caitlyn Jenner Bruce several times. Yeah, like he went out of his way. That's a giveaway, basically, if someone doesn't really uh, uh, agree with the whole thing of tranny being a woman. Yeah. Uh, so that seemed to be a bit more of an issue for you. Let me ask you, Matt, have you ever returned an award in your life on principle? <laughs> No, I never. Have you ever won an award in your life? I guess that's the question. One time uh, they were giving away this go kart at the gas station and uh, they didn't have a limit on tickets. So my mom made it her, you know, we didn't have a lot of money. So she made it her goal every day we would sit down and spend a couple hours filling out these raffle tickets and fill up these pillowcases. And everyone that worked there fucking hated us and really would glare when we came in. And then we won and they were angry and I think debated if I should if they should give it to someone else, but I, I still had it. It was awesome. All right. So that's not a story of you giving back a prize. That's a story of you cheating to get something. True. That's sort of the same. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner. I, you know, look, if these magazines, it's clearly, they just want to build a subscription, sell advertising. Uh, it's the same reason why debates want to have Donald Trump on their debates. I mean, Caitlyn Jenner, love her, him or hate him or her. It draws a big audience, sells a lot of subscriptions and always looks fabulous. Uh, I think this guy needs to get over himself a little bit. You don't return awards. It's like his wife was a hero. She got an award. It's a stupid fucking award. He didn't complain about the time or the time that Britney Spears a year later got it for singing. Oops, I did it again or whatever. He just seems like an old guy. I don't know how old he is, but when you're an old guy, you can't say shit like that because everyone just goes, fuck that old guy. Yeah, you, yeah, it's something you say. Yeah, you don't want to talk about, and also living in New York, just talking about trannies is a pretty dangerous thing. Yeah. Uh, I think we're past the point when there's tranny defense for Caitlyn Jenner, but now it's just a time when you. I honestly had forgotten about her for about three months because there was like not a lot of news about her and her show went off the air, and I just kind of assumed maybe she died during a plastic surgery operation. We didn't hear about it. Mm. Like that. <laughs> but don't hear. But don't, when there's someone's like an attention whore and you don't hear about them for like three months, I just assume they they're dead. Right. Or like they're in a hospital somewhere dying. That seems to be the case because then you'll read an article like, oh, yeah, where was, oh, no, that person just died. You know, like, well, where, I mean, where were getting, they? you know, a new elective surgery every week or so is seriously going to compromise your immune system. So I wouldn't be surprised if she fell victim to an attack. May the champagne stop. May the champagne counteract that. That's why she's drinking so much champagne. <laughs> she's an easy mark. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner, you are always my Glamour Woman of the Year award. These magazines are for idiots. If You, you can't really <laughs> complain about winning an idiot award. Maybe, maybe he shouldn't have accepted the award when his wife won in the first place and said, look, you're a stupid women's magazine i want something you know i want i want time or newsweek or something like that
that. Yeah. Bullshit. Caitlyn Jenner, keep on being you. Your hair looks tremendous. All right, Matt, under Megan's law, I believe you're still allowed to work at restaurants that serve 18 and over. Uh, you were a waiter for some period of time, a server extraordinaire, uh, something less than a sommelier, something a little bit more than a parking attendant. Uh, there's this new phenomenon every week. I think it's just because Yahoo runs out of stories, basically. But every week, there's somebody writing something on a receipt to somebody at a restaurant, then it goes on Facebook, and then it goes viral. Because apparently people have never seen re- restaurant receipts before. It's really fantastic. It's become the new form of like social media communication for people over 35, I think, who don't have Twitter and, and Instagram accounts. They just communicate passively with each other through uh, receipts. Recently in Colorado, this couple bought another family who had a disabled child a dinner. They paid for their dinner. I'm not exactly sure why. They wrote their names on the receipt. I guess knowing it would be on Facebook. First and last names. First and last names, address, where to send nice <laughs> likes to Facebook likes. Uh, the week before that, there was a woman who like wrote on her receipt to the server, stop st- staring at my husband, go get your own husband. There's people paying for bills for each other. There's always sort of like, congratulations on being a breastfeeding mom kind of crap. When did like the world start communicating with each other through restaurant receipts? Because I've never written anything but a tip and the total on my restaurant receipt before. Yeah, it's interesting. And I'm a crappy tipper, by the way, so sometimes I just skip, skip that part. <laughs> I think, you know, it's people want to post it to, to Twitter and Instagram. It's a cool, I mean, I wouldn't doubt that half of these people just keep the customer copy, write some shit on there and throw it up. I mean, who's checking really? Well, there was that case, uh, I think it was in New Jersey a couple of years ago, where the guy said there was racist comments written about him on the, on the check. And then it turned out he had written himself and posted it and pretended oh, yeah. it was a waiter. Yeah, yeah. This uh, Was that the same one? There's a lesbian that did that too, that said a, a lesbian slur. Yeah, no, I, I don't know the story, but I, lesbians are always up to shit. So yeah. I, be- I totally believe you. Um, did people write notes to you when you were? Did you write notes to people on restaurant receipts? So are they writing the notes to the to other customers or to the waitress, the waiter? Well, sometimes a customer, like, why did the customers who bought this dinner for another couple even write on the restaurant receipt? Like, why was that? I don't know. Were they shown a copy of their credit card well, statement? It, it credit said they statement? were like, make sure that you show them this after we leave because we don't want to make shit weird. It's like. Well, you kind of made it weird because you're assuming you have to buy a dinner for these people just because their child is disabled, which they could be have more money than you. You know, they actually you need quite a bit of money to have a disabled child. I think there's a yeah. Now you have to purchase costs. them at the disabled store. They're very expensive. <laughs> well, no, you got share. I could say like yeah, maybe a nice note to somebody who's taking care of a disabled child, but not money. Money seems a little a little pandering a it little seems bit. Kind of sending. I mean. You know, but the people that got the you have, disa- all, you, have a, you have a disabled shit kid. Here's a check. If you ever want to buy me a drink or dinner, I'm not complaining ever. Like I'm not going to pretend that I'm offended by that. Are you going to post it on Facebook? <laughs> I don't know. It's it's this thing of I don't know when bartenders, chefs, waiters started thinking that they were like rock stars um, writing like, shit. Well, you used to write like you probably wrote your number down to hot girls you were serving, right? A little number, some, give me a number and a smiley face emoji. I got some numbers, yeah, yeah, yeah. But why on the receipt? I mean, I would just enter it into my phone or yeah. write it on a napkin. But the restaurant something. has to keep the receipts. They're somewhere, they're sitting somewhere I don't want box. the restaurant to have anything to do with it. I don't want the restaurant looking on Twitter, being tagged, and seeing that I was hitting on a chick at the restaurant. Like, I would eliminate that from the equation. Isn't this, part, isn't this like an extension, you think, of the social media culture where people are like, no longer, just, they're, they're timid about speaking face-to-face with one another. Mm-hmm. So they write secret notes. Like anonymous. Everyone's so used to writing shit anonymously now yeah it's basically like twitter just on hard hard copy 
Yeah, it's just Twitter on archive. As you're saying, like, we, I don't want to know who you are, but here's my message to you. Heart, heart, LOL, right? Yeah. I hate your fucking Jewish face or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, they run at your restaurant. Yeah, it's nothing in the middle. It's just like, hey, nice hat. It's no, always like, I no, love I mean, you. It was always a dumbass waitress girl who writes like her smiley faces. Yeah. I like that. It says, Rachel, smiley face, smiley face. I'm like, oh, thanks, Rachel. Yeah, no, I fucking Well, that works. So that, they, they actually get more tips when they do that. Oh, I, like, feel obli- I feel obliged at that point. She put a fucking heart. She must love me. I got to <laughs> give her some fucking money. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's like it's, this is. I think we're this culture where people like want to be recognized, but they want to be anonymous. But like you said, this couple left their first and last name on the receipt yeah. they paid for, just knowing that they would then be found as to who they were. Like, yeah, it's it makes no sense. This couple. I wish I saw their name. It's like Burns or something. Uh, Pappas. If so, they're like, well, don't tell them that we did it, but we'll go ahead and leave our full name, so I'm, you'll know exactly who it is after. It's like. Are you that afraid of having a fucking interaction with someone? Yes, I know. Like, why can't you just say, hey, how's it going? I like, I'm really inspired that you're feeding your kid with a tube, even though it's, here's, it seems here's, kind of here's, disgusting. Here's slipping 40 bucks or like through the palm, palm like 40 bucks. <laughs> like, sorry about your fucked up kid. Here's 40 bucks. <laughs> yeah. why, why can't they do that? It, this whole thing, it is just, we live in an anonymous culture. People want to say shit anonymous. They're so used to doing that on, on everywhere else, on Twitter and, and, and Instagram and so forth. Now they're just, used, they don't want to be face to face anymore. So it used to be, I used to grow with that expression if you can't say it to someone's face don't say it at all yeah yeah i don't know who came up with that shit that's really a bad idea because you get punched a lot in the face for that <laughs> but it kind of makes sense if you can't say it to someone's face you shouldn't fucking say it right yeah whether it's good or bad i mean it, it means less if it's if it's good yeah you know and if it's bad it probably still means less but i mean i don't know if it, also, are you no are you servers passing around? Are you guys passing around my credit card my credit card numbers to everybody in the restaurant to write notes on? I think you could do that. I never. I mean, I don't know. I I think waitresses waitresses have it so good, man. I read this thing from this waitress that was like, how to make sure your waitress is comfortable, like things not to say to a waitress. Uh, it's like fuck you, waitress. Yeah, like, yeah, right. <laughs> I will, like, because I'll either over tip or under tip if you suck. Uh, you know, and I'm usually so it evens out, but I'm not just giving you 20% for not doing anything. No, that's the only, it's the only, I, for some reason, waiters and waitresses, and we talked about this. I think the old class of professional waiters with service staff, they did their job. It was their lifelong career and they took it very seriously. Now it's like people like yourself who are kind of dicks. And wait, wait, hang on a second. Let me pull that example back. <laughs> it's people like yourself, good people. And, uh, but they're not, they're looking at it as a short term gig, right? Yeah. So they feel like maybe this serving food is beneath them and they should be treated especially nice because they really should be on stage somewhere perhaps or in a show right. or they should be the executive at an accounting advertising firm and therefore you're kind of treating them nicely because they have to put up with this shit right well i didn't think i should be treated specially i obviously didn't want to be there one time like a lot of people complain like he looks like he doesn't want to be here i'm like you tell me what you want to eat i bring it yes. out i get the order right i'm refilling all your shit i'll even throw you some hookups really like of course i don't want to be here who would want to be here why I'd, would i possibly want to be here i agree as a customer i don't want to know my waiter's name or i don't want to name. talk to you i don't care yeah. i don't care about what your background you don't is. care i don't care you know you're from florida that's wonderful i, I don't you're care hungry i'll bring you some food I, if, yes. not, if i get the order right you have no reason yes to I, for the, this is the exact same reason that brings up why i will not stay at a bed and breakfast today. i do not like to know the owner of the place where i'm staying no i don't want to know her name i don't I don't want to know it's Peggy. I don't want to have tea with her. I don't, I don't want to hear about her cat. Someone's house. That's disgusting. And I don't want to have a fucking nickname by the second day I'm there because she'd give me a cute nickname. I don't want yeah. my. I want to be in a computer record as a number that they misplace from time to time. Yeah, I want a heavy, thick door because I'm going to be doing some banging and I yeah. don't want you listening in. Hell yeah! Oh, I heard you last night. Oh fuck. 
That's That's how I feel when I go to a restaurant. Bring me my food, monkey, and shut the fuck up. (laughs) I'm going to write that on the receipt. All right, uh, people who write shit on receipts, stop writing shit on receipts. I guess you can't contain yourself. In the old days, I don't know, people just used to walk around, and old people used to say shit to each other, and now they can't say things anymore. They write it down. I would just slap them with a fucking plate or something over their head. Sorry about the feeding tube boot joke. That was really bad. Matt, I know you're one of the few remaining Charlie Sheen fans in this world. Uh, he's sort of your idol. Like, every poster above your wall says winning, hashtag winning or something like that. It inspires you on a daily basis. That and the Nike and Nike just just do it. Uh, Charlie Sheen this week uh, announced the longest held non-secret in Hollywood that he's HIV positive, which now that he announced he's HIV positive, every single person saying, I knew it all along, <laughs> which is kind of odd because like... Well, maybe you could have told the girls he was sleeping with. That would have been nice for one. I mean, right. You have to tell. You have to announce in the Inquirer like it eventually came out. But maybe you could have just told like all the porn stars in Hollywood for one. Uh, Charlie Sheen is like you know, as far as I consider, you know, no offense to you. I know he's your hero. He's like one of the <laughs> biggest, most self-absorbed assholes in the world, which is fine. He's indul- clearly indulged. He's done his riches and fame, and he's indulged himself with sex and drugs and rock and roll and all the things that guys will do if no one tells them they can't do it. Sort of like the you know the ultimate pig of a man, right? Yeah, yeah. In, in a sense, we all admire to be Charles Sheen, but now so, he has HIV. Now we don't want to be him as much anymore. Yeah, um, you don't want to go that hard. There, there are consequences. There, there are some consequences. He almost died. He's almost died like three or four times from heart attack and all sorts of shit from just taking too much drugs. And apparently, he's having sex every day. And now, apparently, he's having sex as an HIV positive man. Um, he went on the Today Show, which makes no sense whatsoever, to announce that he has HIV um, because I believe you can just. Write that on a restaurant receipt. <laughs> and it's somebody, I think. Uh, but basically, I think it's because he's being sued now by a bunch of, a bunch of women. First, my first question to you about this whole Charlie Sheen AIDS thing, which, is, of course, is bigger than what's going on with in Paris, uh, <laughs> is uh, are we now finally ready to admit that AIDS is a straight disease gotten by straight men through straight, straight heterosexual sex? Uh, Aren't we all men, straight men just about to get AIDS? Well, he doesn't different? have AIDS. He just looks like he has AIDS. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, because I, I didn't know, but I guess he was really into the transsexual porn stars and male porn stars. Um, I mean, in that world, I think AIDS is pretty common. Yes. I, I don't. I mean, with female porn stars, they might get it occasionally, but they get it because they're fucking some dude that's fucking other dudes in porn. AIDS is like joining the Kiwanis or like the Elks Club for like people in tranny porn. Yeah, it's like their social club. It's just the AIDS, it's the AIDS club. They all join it. Well, I mean, but I he, think so. He, but you're, are you say are you suggesting that Charlie Sheen had a, a homosexual uh, anal unprotected anal sex? <laughs> no, because I think well, possibly, but I think that it's pretty hard to get as a straight dude. Um, just having, you know, regular sex, but very, very hard. I feel like if there's one guy, it's not impossible. So I feel like if there's one guy that could have done it, it could be Charlie Sheen. Okay. So then is the other guy not magic Johnson then (laughs) (laughs) or easy? Well, look, I mean, if you want to, you know, there's only one guy, which guy, which guy have like an ass gangbang with like 30 hookers, you know, I mean that, you know, it's possible. Let's, let's put it this way. He could be not gay or officially gay or maybe, but just so fucked up and, Guy, you know, he's so fucked up at times. He wouldn't know if he was fucking a dude or a woman probably at times. Well, I mean, when you're running with these porn stars who, I mean, just don't have any scruples, don't know what they're doing. They're fucked up on drugs half the time. I mean, he was fucking one of them with lambskin. 
while and and he's saying that he had that's a condom by the way that's not actually a, the skin you know why like, do they still sell those either get a condom or don't why are you using a condom some people has, have reactions to latex and therefore they want to get the one the one that gives them the most aids <laughs> <laughs> they used to call them aids condoms but lambskin sounds a lot better because people lambs are cute and adorable people love lambs right yeah so you, of course you want to stick it inside a woman if you want to feel like you're doing something responsible but still get aids those are a great option for you um, it's kind of like a non-alcoholic beer or something. Is it possible like Magic Johnson and Charlie Sheen, these guys were just like so fucked up and so fucking so many people and waste so waste that they just didn't know they were fucking dudes dressed in wigs and shit like that? Uh, Is that possible? Could your dick find its way into a man's ass? Could you be, I, I don't know. He's going, like, he's going to the hospital and ambulance is passed out and having arrhythmias and shit like that from his drug well, use. The thing about being a dude is if you're I've always maintained when people tell me they blacked out and fucked someone they didn't want to. Yeah. If I'm that fucked up, I'm not going to have a boner. I'm not going to have a raging. Yeah. Boner. But if you were you taking a lot of speed, of your if, way. if you're taking a lot of like party drugs that give you a boner, you might still have a boner. Does that help your boner? Yeah. I don't, I have not been there in the tranny drug ring before, but I think all that sort of like if it's shooting speed balls and shit like that probably gives them some, they're probably taking those like porn drugs too. that give them like hard ons for permanent hard ons. Right. I, I don't know. I always just assume that people know what they're doing. I, I think there's uh, cases where that's not true, but for the most part, you know what you're getting yourself. Well, so Charlie Sheen denied today. Said, "Look, I mean, look, we're down to two ways you can get you can get HIV. It's drug use, intravenous drug use, sharing needles with people that have AIDS, and also a gay sex. Basically, there is that one in a million heterosexual guy who gets it. And we've already said it's Magic Johnson, Easy E, uh, <laughs> whoever else that you adore who has AIDS, you can't admit is gay. Um, so he basically did whatever he did. But the biggest problem, of course, is the fact that he claims that he told all his sex partners he was HIV positive." And that he used protection almost all the time. And they claim the opposite, right? And they claim they had no idea. In fact, Fox News Today just reported that there are a number of women, multiple women, who just last week had sex with Charlie Sheen. And I don't know who the fuck these people are having sex with Charlie Sheen. Like, yeah, well, he hasn't made the official Today announcement, so I think I'll go for it. <laughs> uh, but who the last, just last week had sex with him are now on record as saying he never told him shit about HIV. Right. So it's a conflicting story here. And when it comes to, this isn't like I have. Cold. And he's saying that he's free of HIV because he doesn't know what he's talking about. So he's saying that due to that, it's not necessary to disclose. That. Well, his do- he had his doctor on the Today Show. He said his HIV level is so low, it's, it's completely undetectable, which makes no sense whatsoever. Because even if it's not detectable and you know it's Why there. Why don't you drink some of his blood then, Yeah, doctor? Like, exactly. Like, it's still there. That makes it even worse, right? That makes it even more dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Because that gives you some sort of feeling of like, I can't, I'm not contagious, maybe. Because well, I think I, that's what he thought. I, I believe that's... Well, for legal purposes, I think, because it hasn't been mentioned, I think it's going to be Gloria Allred, the attorney, has is representing a whole bunch of women now who are su- going to sue the shit out of them. Yeah. And Charlie Sheen, by the way, is trying to play the victim, saying, like, these women have been extorting me, asking me for money and all sorts of shit, and i got to stop this. Cause they're taking, he said they're taking money away from my children, <clears throat> as opposed to, like, all your drug use right, <laughs> right, through right. the years and divorces and, and, and assault raps and stuff like that. That's been really Charlie Sheen. You that's could, been really good for the kids' uh, <laughs> kids' fortune, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like a $5 million spent on cocaine. That was really- I do like that the, this, this appears... I don't think Charlie Sheen's going to die of AIDS, but yeah. I think that he's probably done at this point. I mean, he's either going to keep smoking crack or die. I mean, over-under, he's got, like, five years left. Yeah, he's almost died, like, three or four and times already. And this is, like, a really solid chapter to the end of his life because I like guys where I know where they stand. I think Charlie Sheen's a fucking terrible human. He's a, you know, privileged asshole who just devoted his life to self-indulgence. But, um, 
at least you know that. I don't like the guys that are in the middle. You know, like uh, I knew you admired this guy. There is he is a very let's put it this way. Well, I was gonna say he's like a, the most honest man I know, but now he's lying to chicks about having HIV positive, which is yeah. sort of like not, it's not like a, that's not like a white lie. That's sort of a big one. That's a big. That's like the biggest lie. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good one to have. You know, that's if, not like I'm gonna love you in the morning. I promise to be here in the morning. Or that's you're if my you get a, if you get a voicemail that says call me right away. That's that's the, where your mind goes, and yeah. that's the worst case scenario. Like the girlfriend who was like was so pissed that he threat he that she thought he was going to marry her. He said he was going to marry her and didn't marry her. She got off. If that's all she got, that's all, that she got away easy. If that's the biggest problem she has with Charlie Sheen, I think he gave her AIDS, HIV. I think that's why she was so pissed. But yeah, they want I, this money. Is all I mean, speculation. They want money, so like he's complaining. Like these these women are asking, extorting him for money and stuff like that. Is it possible these are porn stars who a can no longer work because they're now HIV positives and they do tests in the porn industry. So now you can never work again. Oh. And B, you got to go through this Magic Johnson cocktail regimen to keep yourself from getting AIDS. And it's really fucking expensive. Yeah. So what he's calling extortion is maybe just paying them money so they can actually live a little longer, live a right. little longer money. Or, or they don't have it, but they have suffered psychologically because you fucked a guy with HIV. I mean, there's oh, people that have sued for that and won. Well, because there's a there's a latency period, right, of several years. You could it could not show up for several years. Yeah. So I don't, you I don't know. I've never. Would you <laughs> sue if you were at one of the trannies? At, uh, if if you were one of the trannies at a Charlie Sheen party, would you sue him right now? If I gave him HIV, <laughs> if you were one of his tranny parking attendants that he liked to videotape, would you uh, would you be suing him right now, even though you tested negative? Dude, I think if I didn't have the HIV, I would just cut my losses with Sheen and yeah. try and like salvage a semblance of a life for the rest of my life. That's what I would do. Would you still show up to this podcast every week? <laughs> We'd have to sit part, farther apart. I'm still not buying that shit about HIV contraction. <laughs> Somehow Charlie Sheen got it being a straight man. Uh, the thing about Charlie Sheen is this is like sort of just desserts, I guess, for him. He got a sex disease after having sort of crazy rampant sex with porn stars, which everyone's going to say is his fault. But he also got the most politically correct disease you can possibly get, which is HIV. Right. Uh, the, the, the gay lobby has spent like 25 years and untold amounts of money making HIV and AIDS like the most sympathetic contractual disease you can uh, yeah, they're all about it. Yeah, so they're it's like, like why, why don't you have HIV? What's well, your problem? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, sorry, I just I didn't know. I, I said it's akin. I said it's akin to like HIV these days is like akin to a man running into a burning house to save a baby. Yeah, only that house is some guy's ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, they actually don't want. They don't want you to be able to prosecute if someone gives you HIV. That's on what I'm purpose. saying. There's all these laws that because they. Yeah, they're like, well, that's stigmatizing it. It's like. Oh, the thing that kills you if you don't have a lot of money? Yeah, why would there be a stigma against that? Uh, and, and then they, they, they exaggerate the stats. It's like, well, you could have unprotected sex with uh, these people right now. There's zero risk. It's like, yeah, that sounds like fucking terrible advice from <laughs> if, your organization. If your doctor can't find another microscope, <laughs> is, it, is there a chance Charlie Sheen comes out of this as like a hero, a reluctant, no, not reluctant, but an intentional hero of like the gay community no. where like he's HIV positive now and like the porn stars are all extorting him and he just wants to be the HIV guy who like spreads the message about warning kids about HIV and stuff like that? Oh, fuck, maybe. I, I mean, if he That's stops drinking definitely. and stops doing drugs and pulls himself together, yeah. oh, he could do that. Oh, God. Yeah, Is that right. going to happen? Yeah, that's totally going to happen. He's going to be revered, and then he's going to be married. He's going to be buried somewhere in the, in the gay cemetery. I'd rather he just statue. do some more crazy, you know, uh, manic depressive meltdowns and fucking die. Like, that was awesome. Oh, by the way, they're blaming that now on the fact that he found out he was HIV positive. 
that was like his period when he went totally nuts. Oh. They're blaming it on the fact that that was right after he found out he was HIV positive. Because oh. the first thing I do when you find out HIV positive is get really fucked up and start having unprotected sex with lots of women. Yeah. That's really like, that's ideally the, your reaction to learning your HIV positive. I would have definitely gone psychotic like that for a while if that was me. Uh, yeah, but that's because you're a virgin and it would be very <laughs> odd for you to have it. That'd be like Jesus just punishing you for nothing. All right, Charlie Sheen, uh, you know, he's on his way out. He's on his way out one way or another. I think I say he goes out a hero. That's, it could be, you keep the post on the walls all I'm saying sorry about the A's Charlie we got an email from Daniel Daniel wants to know Matt uh, aren't college kids there's always a reason to hate college kids throughout history there's a reason to hate college kids uh, if you watch any movie college kids are always always pricks uh, <laughs> that's how I get all my information aren't college kids they, are they, you see all these aren't they just a bunch of entitled brats you see kids are protesting these days and it seems like I don't know when getting older it seems like they used to protest wars or big meaningful things, you know, apartheid or some sort of like, you know, kids are always going to protest. College kids are always going to protest. They've been protesting forever. That's what they do on college. Right. That's their form of like socialization and how they ultimately end up getting laid by liberal women. Mm-hmm. Is you protest. I marched in protest. It was the best way to get laid by far. Yeah. Uh, everyone has sex. And no one has ever after a protest march, especially if like the police show up, everyone gets laid. Yeah. Uh, but now the kids are like protesting shit like they want for themselves. They basically want for themselves. So they didn't want yeah. like, they want free tuition. Uh, they want all microaggression, whatever the fuck that is. Like they want all bad words to be stopped on campus. They, they want their want feelings. Trigger warnings to be they can leave the class if they don't feel comfortable. Yeah, like I mean, they're, so they're, if you look at it, they say they're protesting racist behavior on campus, and you look a little closer, and it's not really what you and I would consider racist behavior, or like old school racist behavior, like a burning cross on the lawn. Or get out and bombs get out and bombs drop. Uh-huh. It's like you're referring to me as like a minority. You're referring to me as like using a term, or like you ask uh, you know someone with an accent if they come from a foreign land or something like that. Right. It's just what they call microaggressions, which are these one-on-one things you don't even realize you're hurting people. And now they're protesting and camp. You know, chancellors are resigning mostly just to get the fuck out with a retirement package. I think <laughs> uh, it seems like kids are just protesting shit that they like, just basically like spoil kids. And my theory is like. College kids in the old days used to be all spoiled kids, right? It was always rich, white, privileged kids who went to college back in the old days. Mm-hmm. You know, they wore their fucking uh, spinner beanie, beanie hats with the fucking propellers on them. I don't them. know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> I, don't know. I, I don't know. And, uh, you know, they're all like named Tad and stuff like that and whatever else it is. And now there's like in the last 34 years, college is two or three times the number of people are getting four-year degrees as they used to get. So now you have a whole class of people who never went to college before. And now they have the first chance of their life to be spoiled brat idiots like the other people always were. Yeah. Isn't that just confirm what I just said is exactly 100% true? Yeah, it does seem... I mean, I wouldn't boil it down just to the minorities, but it seems like a lot of them are sort of joining in on this, you know, uh, self-sacrificial, you know, I'm, I, I finally had the chance to be annoying and to be able to complain to this, this institution, which is forced to log my complaints, Yes. Uh, whereas no one else cares because they're afraid of being sued. And so they have to listen to my bullshit um, you can make you can make the head of the entire university resign. Yeah, and you can't go to like you can bitch about McDonald's beef or whatever the hell you want, but you're never going to make the CEO of McDonald's resign. And, well, and I'm not saying this is all bullshit either. Like the stuff in Missouri where there were you know some serious racial incidents and you know people were concerned about it for a long time and they were complaining and nothing happened. I get that, but how how that translates into? But I, I don't. Did you did you look at what those complaints were? Because I didn't think they were very serious. I mean, there was all sort of vague rumors. And like innuendo, there was very little law. I saw the one of the 
of the Confederate flag driving by the barbecue, but I don't know if that was actually on the campus. But no, I think it was off campus. This there was, is Missouri. There's a lot of shit going down in Missouri. There was a guy who wrote, did a swastika in in, uh, in excrement, yeah. which is fairly creative, by the way. I don't know who chooses to do this. First, you have to choose to do the swastika, and then you have to decide to pick up shit in your hand and make it the swastika. Right. I don't know if that's a sign of like racism or anti-Semitism or just a fucking disturbed, a really disturbed dude. Yeah, I mean, it's just if, everywhere in life. If it was a teddy bear, I'd be equally concerned. Frankly. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Um, but you have a lot. You see, these kids all of a sudden have a lot of have a lot of power. And I, well, I've always felt I don't know if you experienced this when you went to college, but kids when they get to college basically do the exact opposite or whatever they couldn't do when they were in high school. Like they will always if they were at a repressed, like really controlled environment, they go nuts. They fucking drink and party. They go crazy. If they were good students, they test out being bad students. You know, I'm not going to study. I'm going to rebel and this shit like that. Yeah. I feel like these kids come from back, this new crop of college kids come from backgrounds where their parents would not put up with that shit. So now they get to college where all of a sudden, like, everyone's listening to your problems and your concerns, and they're being written about in the newspaper, and there's protest marks because you had a, you felt you were mistreated by someone verbally. Uh, That's a lot of power, isn't it, for a 19 year old kid to have? Yeah, and and they're seizing it. I mean, this is what the news sort of, I mean, the feminist crowd is big on this, the, the more, you know, ultra PC crowd, the microaggression crowd. It's, you know, it's it's such a contradiction in in my eyes because they want to be uh, so independent and and speak their voice, but they really need um, to appeal to these authorities just to validate their complaints. I mean, and they know that the universities are forced to hear them. Uh, whereas I don't even think your job would hear you on. on no, isn't like that, that the definition of like a spoiled brat? Isn't that just some kid having a tantrum, basically? Well, yeah, but I want to separate that because, you know, you'll notice now it's getting more and more into the Ivy League schools, which is just ironic um, that you would be, you're essentially protesting yourself at this point. Yes. Because the Black know, Lives Matter crowd, which is all white, the, trouncing through the dark. All white kids library. at Amherst and demanding that the dean apologize for slavery. It's like, yes. yeah, she's not Thomas Jefferson, you <laughs> fucking morons. Uh, it's over. I'm sorry for slavery. And, yeah, does that make you feel better, you dumb fucks? Uh, but you well, know, by the way, that's by the, when the new chancellor came to Missouri, the replacement chancellor. The first thing he did was apologize for slavery. Right, he did. Yeah, and and that's cool. I mean, I just I would like to separate what's happening because you know, University of Missouri is an hour and a half from Ferguson. There's a lot going on in that part of the country right now, um, and I don't know how much of it is accurate. I'm I'm just going to give them the benefit of the doubt. But and it um, was, by the way, at least it was a slave state. Massachusetts was was not a slave state. There's nothing going that's apologizing. on apologizing at Yale, and so I I just think. Okay, so you the police were killing black people and brutalizing black people. This has been a problem for a long time, and it took off with Freddie Gray, Eric Garner, and Michael um, Brown in Missouri. What that has to do with you protesting Halloween costumes at Yale is a fucking slap in the face to that entire cause. Um, well, is it, is because it possibly- you're making it about you, and it's not about you. It's supposed to be about these people that are in the fucking hood that are going through the struggle. It's not about kids that were raised uh, in Manhattan that, that attend Yale and, and you trying to piggyback onto that cause. And I don't think that the people really struggling in Baltimore and fucking North St. Louis – Really appreciate what you're doing whatsoever. If anything, you're distracting from the real problem. Well, also, I think, I mean, I don't know what they protest in your campus. I remember apartheid was a big thing and things like big, huge global injustice where like 100 million people were being oppressed, literally killed, oppressed, downtrodden, you know, a real legitimate concern. Now, 
they couldn't do shit sitting in their shanty in, in the college campus. wasn't going to do shit. <laughs> right. But at least they were thinking about someone half a world away who was going through some sort of horrible racist shit. Yeah. It was kind of big. Now it's like Halloween sensitivity to the Halloween costumes or sensitivity to like language that's used or things like that. This is like people who are actually trying to – we talked about it with the high school story with the, the transgendered student who wanted to be in the women's girls' locker room. The boy who wanted to change the girls' locker room. Now it's like all personal – I want to feel like it's I can do it. It's all about them. It's not about yeah. the actual thing. And to me, it just shows how big the problem is, how big the chasm is, because you're saying, all right, I want to identify with this cause of Black Lives Matter. And now you're talking about microaggressions. And, and it really, you, you're trying to get it, but you're so far removed from it, you can't. You, you're trying and you're failing at even understanding it. Can't That's they, how big of a problem it we is. Need, I think the answer to this is we need apartheid back. <laughs> if we had a fucking apart when they when they got rid of apartheid, like everyone just stopped. All the college kids couldn't find anything to protest anymore. There are valid things to protest. You're not the right protesters. I think college kids always feel like they have to protest something. Mm-hmm. So it used to be I don't know the, the fucking sloppy joes in the cafeteria were horrible. <laughs> something I don't know. Just stop making trying. Like you said, they're trying to make a like they're in, impacting things politically importantly, and they're not because they're just look like to me look like. And they, then by the way, they always throw in we want free college tuition. <laughs> And yeah, we want our college loans abolished. Some shit. Talk about self-serving. Like, okay, maybe you, you maybe you agree with Bernie Sanders that college should be free, but that's like that's in the future. That's for the next kids. Like, you already yeah. bought you already bought this shit. You don't get it. Like, you don't get your money back. Yeah, and and just what is it? So now it's just an open complaint box. Like, oh yeah, stop uh, killing black people and uh, being racist and making hate crimes. Also, can I not pay tuition? Just as long as we're here. I yeah, mean, I mean, I I I'll throw that one in there, too. I live know? off campus, and I'm going to at least a bus pass. It's not a car. I'll take a, a 2004 later on. Uh, here's, my, here's my feeling. Kids, uh, having been around kids, uh, uh, kids will ask for everything. And it's like the adult's job to like say no yeah. at some point. And when you say no after a while, and then maybe you hit them a couple times, yeah. uh, they stop asking for shit. And I think in college, it becomes so permissive that it's like, you know, it used to be just get drunk and have sex. Now they have these big social and political ambitions. Yeah. Like, no, you're kids. You're fucking kids. And the deans and these chancellors should say, fuck, I'm the adult. I'm not going to yeah. fucking leave my job. I fucking tell you- shaped the university that you applied to. You know, it's so permissive. Like, do, do you think they felt this way? Like their goal in high school was I'm going to get into this. I'm going to get into Yale and change things. No, they just got there and then decided, uh, 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 now I'm going to get concerned about this. Why didn't you do some research before you went there? Yeah. And by the way, can we find the Kent State uh, National Guard guys to come back? Because in the old days, they used to shoot people who protested. Yeah. Well, let's just show a video of Kent State and <laughs> yeah, see how that resonates. There used to be real consequences for protesting. And now you got to sit down and it, what was that? The uh, safe zone. What the hell was the thing in Missouri? Like the safe zone. The safe zone where even the media wasn't allowed. Like the media wasn't allowed in the safe zone. That's yeah. how we protect our kids. The media is the one. Yeah, journalists. We have to stop the journalists. And this kid at like, we're ranting here, but this kid at. At Claremont McKenna, where the, the chancellor also resigned uh, because she wrote an email that was found to be politically incorrect about like, and actually she was trying to help out a student, but she used the wrong wording in her email that was found to be offensive. Yeah. She was actually trying to be sympathetic. One of the kids wrote back in the letter in the newspaper saying like, you know, he was, he was having to be a black student saying like, I, college, the job of the college administration is to make us feel all safe. We should all feel safe all the time. That's your job. If you're not doing it, you need to leave. Like when the when the fuck did that become a standard? Like the, the, the yeah. cha- they're not your par- they're not even your parents. They're not your parents or your friends or family or caretakers. They're fucking administrators well, at a college. The, that's the one. Which is it? Like, do you do you have a problem with this institution or do you want their utmost protection? Because 
it can't be both. It, if you don't agree with what they're doing, why are you making it your mission to rely completely on them for your own well-being? Because guess what? No one's fucking safe all the time. That's not the way the world works. I'm not safe. You got to watch out for yourself. And it's know? not even physically safe. They want to be emotionally safe. They want to be safe from bad words and safe from hard feelings and safe from you know uh, seeing a poster that offends them or hearing a word that offends them, which, by the way, could be anything these days. Well, two things are going to happen. You're going to go out into the world. You're going to get a job. You're either going to be one of those people that can't get fired and everyone fucking hates you and it's just like a constant HR thing of how can we get rid of this fucker? Oh, we can't. Or you're just going to go work for like some small business or some dude and he's just going to fire your ass immediately because you're going to show up and start talking about feeling safe and microaggressions and they're going to be like, yo, we're trying to fucking make money here. This isn't about you and your fucking bullshit. You know, you can work your way up, start your own business, but this is, it's not going to work out well if this is the fucking mindset. These people I agree. Have. I'm going to wrap this up by saying we used to have the generation that went to World War II was called the greatest generation. Can we call us the most fucked up, spoiled brat, annoyed, obnoxious, fucking microaggressive, sensitive I fucking generation hate them. ever? Yeah, Fuck they do. These people. Fucking kids. I think I think it's rough because older people have always complained about college kids and how fucking spoiled they are. Right. And it just continues on. But maybe now because of social media and media, you just notice this shit more. Maybe it went on all the time. I don't know. College kids, fucking take some real classes. Fucking pay pay your way for school. Take shitty jobs like the rest of us did, and just shut the fuck up. Matt, we have an email. Uh, I know you are a big... Uh, so far, we learned today you like Charlie Sheen, you like Caitlyn Jenner, and your mixed feelings about the AIDS. Uh, <laughs> Lamar Odom, I know, is a, a sort of a inspiration to you that he is a basketball player and does all the things on the courts you can never do. Um, Lamar Odom, as of three weeks ago, was either brain dead and about to be buried, or he was coming back to life, uh, you know, and, and 100, feeling 100% and chipper and singing zippity doo dah and fucking dancing across his hospital floor. Right. It's unclear. But whatever happened, the Kardashians took over the entire process, partly because the Kardashians take over every media process. They have a huge, massive media team. And also because, as it turns out, uh, Lamar is still legally married to Khloe Kardashian. Let's call her the big, fat, dumb one, mm. uh, just so people know who I'm talking about. Um, at some point when Lamar went under and brain dead from basically screwing himself almost to death, um, Chloe said that Lamar had to sign a paper to decide they were no longer going to get divorced. They had divorce papers proceeding. We're no longer going to get divorced. She signed hers after he OD'd. They were planning on going through with it. Yeah, the divorce. Yes. Yes, but now they, he, she claims he changed his mind. We've never heard from him. He's never spoken to anyone publicly. So he signed the paper. To end the, yeah, to end the uh, divorce And proceed. then she does an interview promoting her book, talking about him and says he doesn't know his birthday, how old he is, or who his friends are. That's not a good sign. That's typically not a good sign if that's your initial three questions on how are you doing today. <laughs> so you're, you're suggesting that Lamar Odom is a vegetable in bed. Chloe uh, uh, Kardashian is taking advantage of him for fame and potentially fortune. And you want, to, you want to stop, right? Yeah, I mean, I looked it up and... I think you told me he has a $10 million life insurance policy, which if they are married, then she's the sole beneficiary of. He also made $110 million just off his NBA contracts. Um, I'm sure a lot of that's gone, but you know, I doubt that he invested it in uh, stocks and bonds. No, probably not. Probably not. He probably went with the Tyson, the Tyson, <laughs> like Tyson plan, I think. But you know, there could be some financial incentive, but also, I mean, obviously the publicity thing, it's like, she's, she rushed to a side. She like a you know the Kardashian family, like the younger, like the cousin of my ex-wife. Why the fuck is she here? 
Like, Everybody's, get out of here. Everybody. Well, I think there, I think there are his family members there. They're just not going on TV and talking about it. Right. The Kardashians keep showing up at the hospital, and it seems like he doesn't want them there, but maybe they have him. He, he's just in a state where he can't complain enough. Well, apparently, he when he OD'd, and this, you know, I, I'm reading all this shit on TMZ and all these garbage. I can't even believe that I even read TMZ, but... He was at the uh, ranch. You're, hooked. You're like a fat woman at a grocery store. <laughs> Check out line, read the Star Magazine. Going gas and gas. He was he was at the Love Ranch, and he's watching himself on the Kardashian show, and he's like, I can't believe they did this to me. She's they're playing his phone calls, which he thought were private. At one point, Chloe said that he was stalking her when she told him where to show up. They were uh, using him as like a ex as a bait on the show to be the bad guy, the villain on the show. Yeah, after he left the show and left Chloe and started so apparently that kind of led to his OD, or, or at least that may have been a catalyst. And so yeah, the four years four years of crack use before that might have played a part. That as might well. have. I didn't realize that he actually did a reality show too. That makes yeah. me like him a lot less. Chloe and Lamar, Chloe and Lamar <laughs> together forever. That was not one of the better ones. I'm even by those standards. I'm assuming <laughs> he uh, probably doesn't remember most of it. I'm sure she wrote down everything. In her how, how is it legal that he sort of annulled his divorce while he doesn't know his birthday? Well, he's incompetent. Well, here's the thing. He did stay married to her. They were going to get divorced, but he waited a long time on that thing. And I think Khloe Kardashian has a lot of money herself. Now, yeah. maybe because of her fragile state of intellect, it's kept in a custodianship somewhere <laughs> away from like where all the retarded kids keep all their trust funds or something like that. Uh, I didn't. Re- I, I too was reading some TMZ and some other stuff. I never realized Chloe actually her head went through a car windshield when she was a teenager and suffered some brain damage. Is that why it's like misshapen like that? No, I think that's, that's just the way she was born. Oh. Uh, but I think the ins- the brain inside, yes, that's why it's, that's why she has trouble with complex thoughts. Right. I think it's completely possible she doesn't care about the money. I think she's got thirty or forty million dollars in the bank somewhere waiting for her whenever she gets uninstitutionalized when her mom steals her own money. Uh, I think is it possible she still loves this dude? This is like the one dude who like accepted the fact that she was like OJ's daughter. <laughs> she was born of adultery, that she's kind of fatter and bigger and she was never pretty like her little sisters. And this is to me like, don't you know girls like that just totally fell in love with this guy? He's like kind of like the one guy who never judged her poorly. And she wants to be married to this guy still. She doesn't want to give up on this fantasy she has. I don't know, man. It seems pretty opportunistic. I mean, I'm a romantic. Dude. That's, I'm a romantic. I'm laying that out there right now. Allowing somehow the guy's private phone calls to be played on TV. And, and then as soon as, I mean, this was a huge media story without her even. So the fact that she shows up, she's talking about it on all the interviews and she's talking about in the interviews, how she's not talking about it, yes, which well. is uh, kind of a mind hey, trick. Her head went through a fucking windshield. Dude. Give, her, <laughs> give her, give her a break. I didn't know she was OJ's daughter. That's gross. Well, it's not confirmed yet, but she's clearly someone else's daughter. The mom was sleeping around Brentwood, when, you know, when the kids were at the age of the kids were being born, and the other two clearly look like the the uh, Armenian, you know, the Armenian dad. Chloe looks a little bit like OJ or Marcus Allen or somebody else. So it's always been thought that Chris Jenner, who admitted she slept around, you know, in those in that era, and she was hobnobbing with all the football players, that Chloe was OJ's daughter. Oh. Huh. Yeah, it's never been confirmed. In fact, they said that she took a DNA test and it was, she wasn't OJ's daughter, which I don't know why you take a DNA test to prove you're not OJ's daughter, unless you're worried you might be OJ's daughter. I mean, obviously the mom knows, so it seems a little, it seems a little odd. So she's also doing this thing where she's still like banging James Harden, but James Harden is like, yeah, it's cool, just do... What the what the hell is going on with James Harden? That's a weird thing to me. I, whatever his claim was to the MVP last year, it goes away when you're having sex with Khloe Kardashian. And by the way, she's still seeing her ex husband, who's a 
semi comatose in a hospital and like, like how his- low is this guy's self-esteem is he like a fan is he like an idiot what's going on it's odd i mean he makes a shitload of money he's an nba guy he could probably fuck any girl he wanted to he fuck much hotter cooler women it's it's a strange i don't attract- know about cooler but it's a strange thing this, these girls have especially for black athletes and entertainers where they become upset i mean kanye was obsessed with kim kardashian he actually was stalking her before they became a couple it's some strange thing about this family. Maybe it's a, a black entertainer mindset. It's kind of gay. It is kind of gay. Um, I mean, cause Kanye always said he was thinking about Kim Kardashian when he was fucking Amber Rose. Yeah. And which by the way is not, you shouldn't really say politely <laughs> to your girlfriend. How many 30 year old men give a fuck about the Kardashian? This is the realm of 14 year old girls who are going to grow up to be awful cunts. I think it's something to do with the Armenian girls with big big asses, but also the horrible cunt thing may take a part. I mean, these guys don't like themselves very much and they want to get with a girl who's going to fucking... I don't know. I don't know psychology. I just only <laughs> want to have fucking sex with a girl who's in the sex tape. All right. That's all I know. And also, she's fam- She's super famous and whatever else. And I don't know. Kanye seems to be pretty fucking happy in his furry boots and shit like that, walking around mitts. Yeah, he looks, matching, he looks super straight. <laughs> matching clothes with, with Kim. So... Look, are you going to go rescue Lamar? You're just going to fucking be. A, we're going to talk about slacktivism. Are you going to be a slacker here and just let Lamar like fucking rot in the hospital? I don't. I don't want to see that interview. His first interview coming back where he's stumbling his uh, words, stuttering and, and shit like drooling. that. Drooling. It's like, come on. And Chloe's man. dabbing his mouth. She's dabbing oh, him with her little God. handkerchief that she's selling online for six ninety nine. And then she's like riding him like uh, with her like junk when like after the show, and he's like eating her out like in that. Remember, no, I don't think that'll be in the bar. Born on the Fourth of July when when she's doing the dude's nipples because his yes. dick doesn't work and it's like you just want to slit your fucking wrist yeah that's i believe that's gonna be all gonna be part of the abc special <laughs> uh they, look that family's tuned into one thing which is media coverage they get media coverage up the fucking wazoo and you know lamar you just said everyone else is a grown man or grown woman they should be responsible for themselves lamar has to be responsible for himself he's a big dude he's 35 years old he's 6'10 he's brain dead he can't be responsible well now he's brain dead yes now you're fucked if you're brain dead and your wife is and you, this horrible person is still your wife legally you're totally fucked because it doesn't matter if he proves he's brain dead anyhow because she's still his wife yeah so he's just gonna get whatever the fuck she wants which is i think a valuable lesson that's probably too late for him to learn he seemed like a slightly troubled guy himself by the way yeah he i don't seem think like he hand- was too smart to begin with he either. didn't seem like a handful of happiness no uh, he's lost ki- he's lost kids a before. rough life yeah yeah his dad all this stuff and they had the the charity that he and Chloe had where apparently they weren't giving any money to the charity and little things like that happen all the time. So he might be getting some Charlie Sheen just desserts. That's yeah. my new expression for today, just desserts. I'm going to say that over and over again. All right, Lamar, Matt's coming for you, sweetheart. So hang, hang, hang in there. Why don't you dress as a doctor and go like wheel him out on a gurney and just save him somewhere, put him up in like in a ranch somewhere and then have the Kardashians. Like, didn't they do that with Casey Kasem's body? Get his autograph. Like, this doesn't even match. <laughs> this is. Uh... Remember when Casey Kasem died? And they, the, the, his crazy wife took his body and hid it from the kids. No. They moved it around the world. So she she had some some idea about the kids trying to steal his money or something. So they kept moving the cadaver, his cadaver around. What does that have to do with it? <laughs> I don't know. I just think it. Well, I'm just saying you wheel him out, and then like the Kardashians would have to find him somewhere. There'd be like a manhunt for you in the woods with his body. They'd find him. Chloe would fucking stomp your ass. Matt, you have a segment this week. Your I shit you not segment. You always bring in something that's fucking eyebrow raising, alarming, kind of alarming. You've had a uh, people don't know this. You're not a rapper. You're the palest person I've ever met. Um, you have an ongoing beef with Two Chains, the rapper Two Chains. Yeah. Uh, you and Two Chains have been going at it. Mostly, it's been you going at him and him not responding to you. Right. But I think you like Al Qaeda. He's just biding his time. He measures time in decades. He's not reading. Minutes. He's reading the stuff. Yeah. So tell me, and I shit you not, say this weekend before you get killed by a rapper. <laughs> what is your specific beef? What is your West Coast beef with Two Chains? 
So two chains is being sued by this woman. He made a YouTube video of her kind of humiliating her. She was backstage as a groupie and he filmed her and called her a bunch of names. And so she was embarrassed. So she's suing him for $5 million because that by the way, rap, being a rap lifestyle is like middle school, right? You're just middle permanent middle school. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, I don't know why he didn't just let her blow him. She was pretty good looking. Compared <laughs> yeah. That would to, be high school. Or, that's high school thinking right there. Middle school. You just make goofy tapes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You're not even at the level of, uh, so, you know, they got like 10 million hits and she says it ruined her life. <clears throat> and now she says that two chains have been coming to the town where she lives and trying to like locate her and that someone tried to run her over with a car. Um, I don't know if that's true or not. No idea. But <clears throat> what's true is two chains made a song called watch out. So that's the name of the song. Watch out. And he specifically threatens this woman in the song. Um, so, you know, a lot of rap is Threat like her. How, like I'm going to sit by you a car. I'm gonna get you he gifts. says he, so he calls her a thought all the time. So he says, thought want to sue me for 5 million which is that is so he he in the video he's calling her thought repeatedly just says hashtag thought over the video and, Yo, then, and what does thought stand for that hoe over there oh rapper talk i love when you go rapper talk it's not it's that clever hard. no um and so he's he's specifically identifying her and and because he says five million which is the number that she's suing for and then he says basically we're waving a gun at your at you um so this is coupled with her saying that he's around snooping around trying to find her so it seems like it could be a specific legitimate threat as opposed to just a rap song where you just talk shit you know there's lots of cases where rappers uh lyrics are introduced into court but they're just vaguely violent they're just like ah, i kill motherfuckers blah 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 and that's bullshit and the aclu says you know that because that's you, just because you rap about being violent and killing people doesn't mean you kill people. yeah because that's the point of rap it's and my point is well which is it is it is it cool that they're killing people or is it cool that they're lying about it? I don't know. It seems like a weird thing to talk about either way. I'd rather they not be killing people, but also that kind of makes the music less soul, you know? Wait, who's, so let me get, whose side are you on? Are you on 2 chain side or are you on the, 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 uh, the This thoughts? is the first time the I've, I've ever been on the thought side because this is a song where it seems like it's a legitimate criminal threat that could be like subpoenaed. Where he's basically singing, I'm going to kill you for suing me. Yeah. So that and could you're not, be. And you're telling us you're not allowed to do that. I, no, because the First Amendment protects every kind of speech except the specific uh, threats, you know, v- violent threats and the immediate uh, implication of violence, uh, advocation of violence. You could do that to the president. You'd be nailed pretty fast, right? Right. Well, you can't do it to anyone. You, I even, can't, a thought, even a thought. No, I can't just make it, it would be like if I released a YouTube video just saying, uh, hey, waiter that served me pizza yesterday at Vito's on La Cienega, uh, I have a gun. That that would be investigated, right? right. Yeah, and, not not quickly, but yes. <laughs> well, so you're not allowed to say you're not say, are you allowed to actually kill someone? Is that legal? Uh, no, but uh, groupies you probably get a little bit of a break. Um, but you know, it's just a line because there's always rap. Can you, songs. Say, that, can you say that bitch set me up? That's what I want. <laughs> there's you know, there's raps. Every well, rap what are you song hoping to get out of two chains? Are you hoping for an, are you looking for an apology? Would you like him to? change the lyrics to his song. I just think it's legally interesting. I, I kind of want, like, I, I want him to eat. I want someone to sit him down and say, are you just talking shit or are you serious? And if you're talking shit, stop. Cause it's stupid. It's corny, you know? Cause I think that rappers, their popularity, their image depends on that. They're real. They're really doing this shit. And it's like, so it's not really cool if you're really threatening to kill a chick. And it's not really cool if you're pretending for your image either. So either way, your song blows. 
yeah, you're dead. You're going to die. <laughs> the thought's going to live. That hoe over there is going to live. Well, you're going to die for the chain <laughs> thing. Uh, I, I think it's great that you're picking a rap battle, not being a rapper yourself. I think it seems I have like, a rap song. Yeah, do, do you really? Is yeah. it about killing? Is it about killing a girl who disappointed you? No, it's about '90s comedies. Uh, isn't uh, aren't, aren't all Taylor Swift songs about boys who disappointed her? Is that is that illegal? No, I think that's fine, <laughs> unless she's you know threatening to give him AIDS uh, without disclosing her status. She could. All right, well, look, I, I'm going to keep us up to date on your rap battle. Uh, if you die, as I said, I'm going to uh, write a rap song about you. <laughs> It'll be my, my first rap song. Uh, Two Chains, I'm kind of on your side in this one. I think Matt's coming down on your freedom of speech here. I think, uh, look, the bitch let you down. Uh, you took a videotape of her. You tried to embarrass her, and she had to come and sue you. Uh, is that, is that, was that how uh, 50 Cent got sued for the same thing, basically? All the girls having sex on tape? He would humiliate, yeah. humiliate her. Uh, she won the award, right? She won. Well, I don't think he should be sued either. I, I think that's bullshit. But because he just made a video making fun of this chick because she lied to get backstage. But I'm just saying she doesn't deserve to be killed. Okay. You know. That's your line to stand for your feminist agenda? Yeah. Okay. I'm like an old school <laughs> feminist. Like, you can do whatever you want. Just don't kill them. Yeah. Perfect. I like it. All right, for our final segment today, uh, I know everyone always asks me what has my panties in a bunch. Uh, I do like the ladies' undergarments. Uh, they are made by the uh, slave labor that I like I like have touching my, my underwear. Have you thought about how many people touch your underwear before you actually put your underwear on? I don't even know what you're talking yeah. about. Oh, you mean that people are, so it's not sanitary. It's not the least bit. Well, I'm talking about what is it manufactured, let alone a Target where it seems people might be trying some shit on and putting it back. I think that's illegal. You can't try on underwear, but... Uh, yeah, who I would really know? <laughs> I don't think you know at all. Uh, I think they put that stuff back out there. Anyhow, they, ladies' undergarments think they're much more, much more uh, clinical about. Uh, what has me pissed off this week is ISIS, and not really the traditional ISIS, like you're pissed at them because they kill a lot of people. That's bad. Uh, but the people's reaction to uh, the attacks in Paris, France, and uh, I like this new term, slacktivist, because I heard it this week and I'm going to steal it for myself. You're way behind the times. Really? Is that old? Yeah. Fuck. Okay, I'm taking something else. Uh, slacktivists are people, obviously, that are activists but really don't want to put any effort whatsoever into what they're doing to protest or to, to think. Even the kids on college campuses are fucking living in tents, of course, downstairs below their dorm rooms where they have refrigerators. Uh, but they're doing something to they're doing something to protest. They're they're uh, they're intense for an hour. They're screaming through libraries. They're taking some action at least. Uh, I still hate them, but I admire them in some way. People on Facebook are changing their profile pictures to the French flag, um, or lighting virtual candles, or retweeting stories from whatever New York Times author who actually has an opinion on what's going what went on in Paris and what's going on in ISIS around the world. Uh, I hate those people, Matt. I really do. I really intensely hate those people because I would much rather have someone who says, I don't know what to think yet, or mm-hmm. I'm still reading on this. I'm not sure what my feelings are or has some nuance to their expression than people who are like, A, having a fake, you know, something that takes... Facebook even pushes it on you. They tell you to change your picture to the French flag. It's like <laughs> someone, someone went to an app, like went in the garage and created the app. Actually, one guy did. Uh, so I guess he's okay. He actually did it. And then Facebook made it available to everyone. And if you notice, anytime your friend's thing comes up with the French flag, it says, now you want to do it. So you have to push the button and wait three seconds for it to happen to you. If that's the sum total of your response to what's going on in the Middle East and in Europe in relation to ISIS and Syrian refugees and so forth, or retweeting stories or reposting stories, then you need to like look at the people who are doing nothing and think, oh, God, that's, the, that's what I should aspire to. So do you think it's it's... Mutually exclusive. You think the people changing their profile photos to the French flag, transparent flag, are not the same people that are on the front lines of 
informing themselves about this or well there could be a there could be a, a crossover well first i want to say this i hate isis for making people feel bad for the french people because i fucking the only people that are probably more reprehensible than isis are french people and yeah. now we all have to love the french if you people. follow politics you were supposed to hate france only a few years ago because of their response to the wars not just because the wars they are blatantly blatantly anti-semitic nation uh they're ruled by a bunch of effete snobs i mean it's not everyone in france but the ruling class it's just horrible horrible fucking people uh they've never really been i know they're talking about how their longest oldest ally of the u.s they've never really been a great ally to the u.s in recent history uh, everyone kind of hates the French people, and they like their cheese and their wine and shit like that. Uh, and now ISIS has made us like fucking <coughs> adore the French people. All of a sudden, people are speaking in French and lighting up the French flag and shit like that. That's beside the point. I think there is a crossover. Someone someone wrote to me and said, "Well, we're doing this as a sign of respect, and what are we supposed to do? Do nothing." Well, the solution to doing something, you know, the the other option besides doing something meaningless is not to do nothing. Mm-hmm. You could try to do something meaningful. Now, you can't, you know, you could parachute into Syria and start killing Muslims if you wanted to, and some people probably will. Um, there were Jew, there were a bunch of Jews in New York in the seventies and eighties during like the Palestinian uprising went to Israel and picked up guns and started shooting all the shooting all the all the Arabs. Oh, it's like the Jewish National Guard or something. Yeah, there are people that actually go and I mean, well, look, there's people in France and Belgium that are. Uh, becoming radicalized and going to Syria to fight on the other side. So there are actually people who are picking up arms and, and getting directly involved in the conflict. But this whole thing about like how you're going to be on Facebook or Twitter and you're going to retweet stuff and do this other thing, that it seems to me is like we talk about people writing on receipt, writing notes on receipts or things like that. That's the lowest form of involvement you could possibly have. Right. Now they could be doing something else. That's your defense because you're trying to defend yourself pitifully here. Uh, <laughs> But that's like to me. It's almost like you have to not do that just to just to symbolize that that's not okay. That's not like a way to show that you're involved with your world around you. We know that people are reading less, they're reading less newspapers, they're informing themselves less. Most people probably don't know what ISIS really is. I, President Obama still calls it ISIL. He insists on calling it ISIL. I'm not exactly sure. It sounds why. less threatening. It does. He keeps saying, even when like Stephanopoulos said, like, tell us about ISIS. He says ISIL. He like corrects him like he's the only person in the world who uses that. What's the L? Is it Libya versus Syria? What's no, that? it's like some other, it's something it's something that he has decided he's going to call it ISIL because someone in his briefing told him once and he remembers so that. He thinks, yeah, yeah, so yeah. and it also makes it sound like he's really inf- like he you know your teachers would correct you with like the same different pronunciation of the word like you had mm, it wrong. Right. Um, but I, this whole slacktivist thing, Matt, I'm looking at you. Are you a slacktivist? Are you the kind of person who thinks like you're going to retweet a story and that's going to change the world? No, no. I mean, I. You can pro. You you live in West Hollywood. There's fucking protests every day. You could pick up a fucking picket and march against the your congressman's office if you had. A I, I might opinion. I might express an opinion that's that's not, um, you know, because I think just gushing about the tragedy. We all agree that it's a terrible thing. Outgush. You got to outgush people. And so I don't I don't see how that helps. I mean, I I might point out that, um, you know, changing it to the French flag. I mean, nationalism is kind of what's gotten us into this situation in the first place. So mm-hmm. um, just just saying, yay, France, and not the people of France. Yeah, right? or the rock band. What about the rock band? So France there? responded by promptly bombing the shit out of ISIS, which I don't blame them for necessarily. I don't know how many civilians they took out, if any, um, but I wouldn't doubt there were a few, which, you know, that's always the response. And um, I don't know, when the tragedy happened... You know, ISIS, the reason that ISIS exists in part is that, you know, they're pretty fucking pissed that the Allied powers, uh, so to speak, uh, have slaughtered uh, 
a million civilians in that region of the world. And I'm sure most of those people know someone that, you know, every, everyone in that part of the, of the world knows someone that's been taken out by a fucking drone. Strike. I think that's true. I think that's true of the line, the, the line members, the, the guys who are killing themselves, the leadership, I think are just nuts. So, you know, dictators who want to take over the world. Right. But getting all those people to blow themselves up, like outside rock concerts, well, it's giving them a reason. It gives them some sort of to reason organize. to organize. And also they think they're going to the afterlife and they're going to be, and those are the people here that shoot up the malls, the same fucking people. It is the same people that do it under the auspice of religion there. I appreciate that you have an opinion as, as wrong as you may be, <laughs> but you're doing something different. I think people, in the very least, what you could do is probably educate yourself and, and, and read something about ISIS and our foreign policy and the stuff that you're talking about. Uh, why don't people ever, you know, pass around articles or informative things, things like that? There's no new, this is, it seems like we lost all nuance to people. Like there's a reaction to like this event is either let's bomb the shit out of the Middle East until like nobody with a towel in their head moves anymore. Uh, or let's send hugs and, and kisses and LOLs and make them understand that we love that, you know, complete, as Madonna said, only through complete and unconditional love can we cure this world. <laughs> uh, if, I, if I may quote from her Stockholm, her Stockholm speech the other night when she cried, uh, there's no nuance. There's no middle position anymore. Is there? Especially on social media, you can't have yeah. a middle position because if you're a middle position, nobody reads it. It doesn't get passed around. It's all well, it's all media consolidation, man. That's where people get their information, and you know, there's just a few markets left because it's all the same shit. So you got Fox telling people one thing and MSNBC telling people. But aren't the aren't the people aren't the populace just just reiterating aren't they making that even worse just by reiterating by their po the things they post or the things they're writing are very extremist right they're extreme on the right or yeah. the left or whatever it is there's nobody actually writing like a smart opinion there's somebody but not most people writing new some sort of nuance of like let's look at this let's look at that this could be true but this could also be true let's you know whatever exa- examination of like our world there is just like sudden re- knee-jerk reaction to everything well, people aren't forming their own opinions anymore I no mean, they're watching t- they're getting their opinion from TV news, which is entertainment, you know they see or the, Facebook, which is even Lex's worse. I think commercial, and they they think I, I want to get that car, and I do. I, don't I do like when I see those any feathers oh, and the man. Marines and the Army's paying. They're watching football and they're paying the league to to do their patriotic displays, and then they're recruiting teenagers that way. And you know it's all part of the same the same problem. And um, unfortunately, that's where people. I don't think people are reading, and and they're not. Like you said, there's no, there's no, not a lot of rational opinion. Very little rational opinion. Everyone's getting their opinion now. It used to be TV news. Now I think it's just social media where people are getting their opinions. But now they're linking to articles in the Daily Beast or linking articles in the. Actually, if you look at it, most of the time it's like it's, uh, outlets you've never heard of before, right. like bizarre outlets, like Ricky Squirrel Shack. You know, like <laughs> it's like let's bomb those motherfuckers. You know, we like there's nine out of ninety nine percent of the refugees are like ISIS or whatever. And well, like, and you know these fuckers aren't reading even what they're posting or no. else they don't know how to read because you read the first two paragraphs and you're like, this isn't a legitimate article whatsoever. No. You know? But even the ones that have intelligent writers are often have very politically slanted. So they have their think tanks, quote unquote think tanks, but they're always very biased. Yeah. So they'll point out certain things. It isn't really, don't you get the government and the leadership and the, the whatever you call it, the media oligopoly or whatever isn't don't you get that that you deserve isn't the populace getting exactly what they deserve aren't we creating this aren't we by being dumb and being well, on the, social the media public didn't heist it on themselves i mean that was that was you know a thing in the making of the sort of proletariat but you know it's also like it's 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 partly narcissism fueled by the social media thing because 
no one can't just say, I, I don't know, maybe I got to look into this a little yes. more. They need yes. to they need to feel something. They need to have their opinion. They need it to be right, and they need other people to like their thing and favorite it and back them up instead of just saying, you know, uh, this is a pretty complex thing. I mean, let me... Let one me... thing you will never see written like in a Facebook post is on the other hand. Like no one ever yeah. like says this. On the other hand, this could also be... No one ever says that. It's always like this very brief, sharp statements, and it's always a there's always a fucking poll infographic from somewhere that shows something and everyone throws their stats up. You know, it just, it's, we live in this ridiculous, like misinformation culture where people just seem to be okay. People seem to be okay with that. And I don't know if that's like, I have a bigger feeling this because people have swapped out their traditional religions for these, this new religion of sort of just like, you got to be like pissed at something and religion gave you something to be pissed, pissed about. Right. Like you hated the other religions or you hated the sinners or you hated somebody. Now you need like some other reason to hate people. So now you have this partisan stance, whatever side it's on and you just become very reactionary. Yeah. Aren't humans just hardwired to be like arrogant religious assholes. And if they're not well, in religion, sure. they're just going to find another way to express it. Well, yeah. Cause even the people saying let's go t- teach ISIS about unicorns or whatever the fuck it is, you know, that, they never really look at the, their own lives and say, well, you know, I was fortunate to be born in America. And, and you know, when's the last time you heard them talk about the Sudan or even, you know, they're driving the Lexus. They got the iPhone that's made by the little Chinese kids and mine, you know, somewhere and fucking up cobalt and all Aren't that. Aren't all Chinese kids little? They're all little. They're, all they're little people. Yes. But, you know, it's, it's never an acknowledgement of uh, this is my own life and maybe I'm somehow contributing to this or a part of the system. It's It's like I'm separate from it. I'm sort of approving of certain things and not. Meanwhile, no one gives a shit what you think. There's a tremendous amount of white guilt, is there not? Yeah. That's what I always think about. I always think about, like, you always talk about the difference when black people see horror movies and they're always much smarter than the white people. <laughs> so, you know, like, they've lived bad lives, so they know they'd be scared of shit. Yeah. And the white people are always dumb and, and duped. They're easily duped and they follow, like, this emotional path. Yeah. Which yeah, black yeah. people are very practical. If, if we had, like, you know, I don't know, we had more African Americans running the country or something like that, they'd be much more practical and say, like, they speak very plainly and there's less guilt about like how bad it is for other people. So we have to bend it this other direction so much like the white kids marching at Dartmouth about black lives matter. You know, yeah. maybe sure. Like you said, the black people look at it and go like, what the fuck are those fucking crackers doing? <laughs> like, you know, it's just like this very, like people have, have to feel bad about something. They have to be angry about something in the absence of religion. They just tack onto environmentalism or politics or some other thing. And they express the exact same sort of, judgment where you get to judge people basically you're morally superior to other people for this other reason right so uh we can't fix that today but that was what really had me really angry uh also the kids apparently the kids on the college campus are very upset the isis attacked paris and took them off the front pages uh when they had their very that's pretty rude of isis (laughs) that was really really fucking rude of isis they got Uh, rid of the press that they were protesting that was there the safe space they were not allowed in the safe space yeah they don't want the press there but the media the media the mass media teacher got rid of all the press i hope all the press leaves so continue doing what you're doing i'll have zero idea of what you're doing that would work out well what if they dropped the mass media uh teacher assistant professor into northern syria and she just or get some muscle, order some muscle to get rid of ISIS. That, was, that might be the best solution ever. I think the conclusion of this show today is the fact that this world is completely... And then I look back at what we just talked about. This world is so fucked up. Yeah. We got transgenders winning. Uh, we got Caitlyn Jenner winning uh, Woman of the Year Award. Charlie Sheen has AIDS and he's lying about having HIV and infecting women and, and people on Facebook and social media. And 
Writing receipts in restaurants are all fucking assholes. <laughs> it's horrible. Now, on top of that, you have some good news for us. What would you like to pimp and promote and tell us optimistically about your future? Uh, I'm on Twitter at Matthew Ralston, and my website where you can read my letter to Two Chains is mattralston.net. Yeah, and if you know Two Chains, by the way, Matt's not scared of him, and he has a gun. Yeah, tweeted at Two Chains. <laughs> yeah. I need to get a response out. Matt of says he's going to pop a cap in his at, in Two Chains' ass. No, I can't say first. that. I'm just saying I have a gun. <laughs> And that's it. I have a gun and I know where you live. <laughs> nice. Uh, for our sound engineer of the stars, once again, Brian, back on top of his game. This is Lex, Last Man Earth. Talk to you next week. <laughs> <laughs>